Hello and welcome to another episode of www.thedramaofitallasportsblog.com podcast. Thank you very much for listening in. My name's Eric Jensen, writer and owner uh, for the Drama of It All, a sportsblog.com. Uh, all the stuff that you are hearing here today, you can go read on the website. Um, so go ahead, go check some of that stuff out as well. Uh, leave some comments, tell your friends, tweet it, whatever you, whatever you would like to do. But thanks for joining me today. Um, today we will talk about some news and then go over a preview of the NFC South. So let's jump right into it. So in news, Simone Biles won her all-round gold medal last night. A very impressive performance from Biles that uh, sealed the deal that she is now one of the best gymnasts of all time. And she is only 16 years old, which amazes me because I'm 17 and I have done nowhere near as much as Simone Biles has done. It just, it's incredible to me that she is that young and that successful and that props to her for just being a, not only a world-class athlete, but just a world-class human being as well uh, because that it takes definitely some, um, some spunk to do that. Um, also, uh, uh, last night, uh, preseason football kicked off. Some really good matchups. Uh, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers beat the Philadelphia Eagles. The Denver Broncos beat the Chicago Bears. Uh, the Atlanta Falcons beat the Washington Redskins. And um, the Jacksonville Jaguars beat the New York Jets. Um, a really good night of football. Um, you can read uh, a report on the Broncos preseason game and things that we learned about their quarterback battle on the website. I thought that Trevor Simeon looked really, really good in that game and that Mark Sanchez, um, I, I've kind of lost some faith in him. I would rather see Simeon at quarterback than... Sanchez uh, right now. So with that over with, we are going to go on to one more thing before we do our NFC South preview, and that is our Olympic review, the three stars so far of the Olympics. And I think number one would have to be uh, Michael Phelps, of course, winning all uh, his medals tonight. He won silver, making just increasing to his medal count uh, all time. He also, yesterday, won his 22nd gold. Very impressive stuff from Phelps. Simone Biles, of course, number two. And number three, Katie Ledecky, who tonight broke her own world record. She has broken her own world record twice in these Olympic Games. Ledecky, just like Biles, is a younger athlete, and is it's amazing what she has done at these Games. So now we move on to our NFC South preview. And we're going to start with the team that played last night against the Philadelphia Eagles, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. 
Now, I think one of the most underrated things about this Buccaneer squad is how explosive their offense could potentially be with all the weapons they have. They have Mike Evans, um, Vincent Jackson, Doug Martin, and Jameis Winston. And um, Jameis Winston, Winston, Winston is a very good quarterback. I think he's a little bit underhyped. He had a really good year last year, and I think we can expect to see a lot better from him last year. I'm really excited to see where this offense goes. I think it might be one of the more exciting middling offenses to watch this season. Uh, so I'm really excited to see the Tampa Bay Buccaneers offense play. Um, but on the other hand, side of the ball, the defense, there are some major questions. They didn't look great against the Eagles passing game. Uh, they weren't able to get a whole lot of pressure um, on uh, the quarterbacks. So uh, defense is still a major question mark for the Tampa Bay uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Um, our next team is the Carolina Panthers last year losing to the Denver Broncos in the Super Bowl. Um, Cam Newton last year really did prove that he is an elite quarterback in the league and is one of the better athletes on the planet. Um, but people are expecting a fall off this year on offense from the Panthers. They don't think that 15 and one or 14 and two is as achievable. They still think they'll be good. They think they'll be a 12, 13 win team. I don't think so. I think this offense is just going to get more explosive. Last year, they played the entire season without their number one receiver, Calvin Benjamin. I'm really excited to see what Newton and Benjamin do. I think they can put up some really huge numbers, and I wouldn't be at all surprised if they went 14-2 and two or 15-1. Or and one. Um, I don't think they're going to have the offensive year that maybe the Packers are going to have, and you can hear more about my thoughts on them in the – NFC North uh, preview, but I really I, I do think that this um, this Panthers team, it, it's not going to be a big drop off from last year. Um, losing Josh Norman in the offseason, um, people think it really hurt that defense, but what um, uh, Ron Rivera has shown to us through his coaching is that he makes takes these uh, uh, secondaries that look kind of shabby and makes them into really good um, secondary teams that are really good in protecting against the pass. So I think that that's going to be the, the same as it was last year. They still have Luke Keekley who was just proved – Again, last year, that he is one of the most underrated linebackers, I think, in the game of football. Um, and uh, Ely, of course, who really showed off in the Super Bowl, uh, he was really their, their, bright, their one bright spot of that Super Bowl, uh, especially on defense, picking off Peyton Manning once and sacking him twice. So I think the defense should be really good, and I think if you're you're if you think that uh, Carolina's gonna fall off at all this year, 
you're kidding yourself or you just don't want to accept that they're the one of the better offenses in the entire league and I'm I'm a Broncos fan but I think we're going to lose week one even after I saw our defense really do well last night against the Bears all the way down the depth chart I I think that it's going to be a close game week one but I think the Panthers are going to take it um so our next team is New Orleans and this is where I, I have just kind of a problem. Drew Brees is not as good as people make him out to be. I mean, all those yards, passing yardage leader, sure, but his touchdown numbers have been steadily declining over the past few years, and his interceptions last year were up in the double digits. So I, I just think that this is a year that Drew Brees kind of falls off and in turn New Orleans falls off. I think their thing on offense, their their whole offense is going to transform from a passing game to more of a ground game with Mark Ingram. And, and I think that they're going to fall off a little bit more this year. And I think that this is probably Sean Payton's last year in New Orleans, um, mainly because the defense has not been good for so many years, and I, I just don't think they're going to be good again. For New Orleans, I, I see maybe a 5-7 win season. It's, it's not going to be a great year in New Orleans. But it's going to be a better year than most people think in Atlanta. I think that Atlanta in this division is the most underrated team. Matt Ryan is a really underrated QB. He's very, very good at throwing the football. He's got Julio Jones. I think that this team is really going to start to shine. People forget that they started the year undefeated at 6-0. and Now, they went 8-8 and and couldn't finish off in the season, but if they carried that out, Atlanta probably would have been a playoff team and Devontae Freeman is a top 15 fantasy football back I think and he really proved that he was quite good last year I think that Atlanta is not going to be as bad as people think they're going to be I think they have a legitimate chance to challenge for a playoff spot um Dan uh but the person with the most pressure is going to be Dan Quinn because this defense last year was horrendous. And the reason they hired Dan Quinn was because he coordinated that Legion of Boom in, um, in Seattle for so many years. So he's got to live up to that standard. And I just don't think that defense is going to quite do that this year. That being said, I don't think Dan Quinn loses his job this year. I think he's going to keep his job. I think things are going to go better than people expect them to go in Atlanta. And I really think that this is the year that Atlanta really does, again, make a playoff push um, uh, towards the end of the year especially. So playoff pushes in mind. Let's go over where I have these teams 
at the end of the season. I have Carolina number one in the division for sure, a definite playoff spot for them. Uh, I think they're going to repeat and win this division five years in a row. Um, Atlanta, I have them at number two. No playoffs, but they will definitely be a 9-10 win team and be really fighting for a playoff spot. The NFC is really competitive this year, and I think that other teams, especially teams in the NFC West and the NFC North, are going to take one of those two wildcard spots. Um, and Tampa Bay at number three. I don't. I think they're going to be better than last year. I think they'll probably have an eight and eight record. And then finally, New Orleans. So thank you very much for listening to the Drama of It All SportsBlog.com podcast. I hope you guys are enjoying these. I know I'm enjoying making them. I hope I'm getting better with time. I'm just really happy to be able to to make these for you guys um, on once to, uh, one to three times a week. So that's pretty cool. So on our next episode, we will go and we will start over in the AFC and we will go with our AFC East season preview. Can't wait. Thank you guys so much for tuning in and I'll see you next week.